Welcome into another edition of the Red Out Podcast. My name is Colonel Stewart, and guess what, guys? I am not a dumbass. We're waiting for the dumbass to come on the air now. But while we're waiting for him, let's go ahead and get started. We're talking uh, volleyball, soccer, golf, uh, Ohio State recap, and uh, Troy this week. Stick with us. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. So, Matt, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Um, I think you're supposed to give your title this week. Oh, attention, everyone. <laughs> I am, sorry people I, at church, I am a dumbass. <laughs> and Tom's got smoked, and I yeah, thought they'd be decent. They yeah, I was, I was going to do it more like AA, and you'd just be like, hello, I'm Matt, I'm a dumbass, and I'd be like, hi, Matt. No, no, you're good, you're good. No. Okay. Um, I don't think anybody was expecting 63 to 10. Not um, even you, huh? No, no, I wasn't you expecting negative that. Nancy. Um, well, you know, and most of the time I try to be nice and I'll just be like, oh, you know, well, Western's playing the Bless Green Bay Packers. Hell. Western's going to win this one, 28, 27. And it's like, no, no, they're not. Um, <laughs> you know, of course, I, you know, I'm not dumb. I know I'm, I'm just trying to be a rah, rah and, you know, positive about it. But if I think well, I mean, what, it delegitimizes I, everything, what, if you're just like rose colored glasses all the time yeah and i and i'm i'm i mean obviously i'm not uh just ask me about gambling but um you know uh i mean i listened to (laughs) i listened to coach helton's uh speech on uh or post game talk uh from the ohio state game and i mean like me and you have been texting back and forth you know the buck stops with the coach but um, I don't I, I, I don't think, you know, he nor the team or anybody was expecting that kind of score. Yeah, 35 um, to 7 in the second quarter. That's, uh, that's Yeah, brutal. they scored six touchdowns in the second quarter. So, yeah, it uh, it, it kind of makes things a little more difficult. Uh, but we'll talk uh, we'll talk OSU here in just a second. I just want to go through a couple real quick things um, in golf. I know. Golf team's doing really well, so I want to talk about them for just a second. The golf team is heading to South Carolina for the Lady Paladin Invitational hosted by Furman University. Uh, that's actually, I, I, the way I read the article on the uh, WKU Sports page is that it's Furman University's 
I think they've got like a 6,000 to 6,500 square yard golf course, which I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they've got their own little golf course. It's a 72 par golf course. There are going to be 14 other teams there. Um, There's some names, you know, some names you don't know, uh, but they're going to start on Friday. There will be, uh, they're going to start at 10 a.m. Obviously play, play 18 holes. Saturday at 10 a.m. and then Sunday they play at 9 a.m. Uh, you can check on the WKU sports page to see the scores and see how Western is doing. Um, I'm thinking Western's going to do really well in this because we've got teams. I mean, hypothetically, I don't know how these other teams are because I'm not a big uh, co- collegiate golf person, but uh, we've got Memphis, Charlotte, Augusta, Coastal Carolina, Daytona State, East Carolina, Georgia State. James Madison, Nevada, Tulane, North Florida, Old Dominion, and UNCW. What's it? Which one's that? North Carolina, Wilmington. Wilmington. Good call. Yeah. Uh, in my head, I'm like Greensburg. I know that's one, uh, but yes. Um, well, I think Western can do fairly well in that tournament. You know, as far as college powers, I mean, we've got Memphis, Nevada. I don't know how Coastal Carolina is. I don't know how James Madison. Um, I would guess Coastal Lane. would probably be pretty good. They're they're right there at Myrtle Beach. They've got all those incredible golf courses. I would guess. I would say so too. I mean, they're that's different. those are. I mean, just some of the bigger names of you know collegiate powers like North Florida. Um, no idea, uh, but Old Dominion, Tulane, Coastal Carolina, like you said, uh, maybe Georgia State, James Madison, and Memphis. You know, those could be some of the ones that come to the top, but. You know, we'll see. Uh, Then we've got soccer news real quick. Um, Let's see. I'm sorry. I didn't get her first name. Erwin. Uh, She got the uh, offensive player of the week. I don't know what she said to be offensive, but um, let me see here. Uh See, see, you appreciate those jokes. I say that to my wife and she just rolls her eyes. So Um, Katie says Erwin. Katie Irwin uh, was named Conference USA Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, she led WK do uh, she led Western to a three and zero shutout against MTSU. So always nice to beat middle. Oh, it's it is so nice to beat middle. Freaking! Uh, let me add her first name into my show notes. <laughs> Catherine. Yeah, Catherine. Actually, okay. So my daughter's name is Abby. But her name is not Abigail. We just named her Abby. Oh, really? Yeah. My wife and I did not like Abigail, so we were like, how about Abby? Which, by the way, that was decided um, at like 8 or 9 o'clock the morning she was born. So, Oh, gosh. So it wasn't like we were like, not last minute. You had no plan? Yeah, we were just like, eh, she's here. We'll, we'll figure it out. My wife, of course, my wife. Complete, you know, uh, procrastinator in everything she does. She was like, well, her excuse was, well, I want to see her so I know if it fits her name. Oh my I'm gosh. like, she's going to look like a grandpa when she comes out. She's bald. She ain't got no teeth. How are you going to Earl? It's yeah. Earl? Yeah. Her name, yeah. Her name is, her name is, I'm trying to think of like the oldest name, male name I can think of. Ezekiah or something, you know, I'm like, right. anyway. Methuselah. Uh, yeah, Methuselah. Um, <laughs> so, congratulations to Katie Irwin. Uh, volleyball, uh, three Hilltoppers earned Conference USA weekly honors. 
Paige Briggs, she was offensive again. She just can't watch her mouth. Uh, Kaylee Bauer, she was a setter. And then Gabby, uh, she was the freshman of the week. The Lady Tops went 4-0 this past week. Uh, Paige had 74 kills. That's more than some 12-year-olds on Call of Duty. Uh, Callie had 175 assists, averaging 12.5 assists per set. And then uh, Gabby, uh, let's see, Gabby started every match in the middle and had 19 kills through four matches. She also had her highest hitting average per match at uh, 538 in her first error-free her first error-free match. Excuse me, I'm getting tongue-tied. Oh wow! So she, uh, Lady Top's doing well. They will be playing again. They'll be playing UTEP. Um, this episode will air on the 22nd, and so that the first match is going to be at 6 p.m. versus UTEP, and then the next match is going to be on the 23rd at noon against um, UTEP as well. Uh, by the way, so, Evan, what is what is uh... What is Gabby's last name? Screw you. Man. I noticed you. <laughs> I noticed you ignored it. Yeah, uh, I, I would say it's Weehay, Weeha. We- it's actually I just looked it up because uh, I just wanted to mess with you. It's Y, like W H Y. Is it Y? Okay, I'm gonna y. have to like make that. It's but gonna it's, have to be in my notes because I. Yeah, for not those a, that don't have a visual, it's W E I H E. So God bless Devin trying to figure that out on the fly. But it's it's just me? Gabby Y. Every day I get, I look at people's names, like athletes, like Iggy was the best name. Oh Lord. Like trying to say his name. I was like, <laughs> and finally they were like, you know, he just goes by Iggy. And I was like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> so yeah, that's a rough one, man. Uh, but yes, back to, we're at talking to OSU. Um, I know you were really, initially you were really upset with uh, the coach, which a lot of people would be. And in the grand scheme of things, everything stops with the coach. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, but my the biggest play for me, and I've even included it, included it in my show notes, it was the eight-minute mark. Western, uh, well, about 8-10, according to ESPN's counter here. Uh, Western t- did a seven-play, 75-yard drive, and got it 10-14. to 14. And it's like, okay, we're in this game. Uh, Western kicks off. Ohio State gets the ball. One play, 75 yards to Marvin Harrison Jr. The only person faster than him on the field was that referee. I stand by that. <laughs> but was the ref with him? The ref, the ref was about five yards ahead of him. Wow. Which I was That's like, freaking wow. impressive. He smoked. I don't know if it was Upton Stout or I forget who was covering him. Supposedly he, it wasn't stout, but I haven't watched the replay, so I don't. Yeah, know. I, I mean, Upton honestly did a, a, a as good a job as you can. I mean, he's just such a he's a truly generational player. Um, he's, he's he's good. He's, he's really good. Yeah. So I mean, we got beat. That that was that was rough. Um, it some was of those plays in that quarter, but that one stood out like he was just ten levels above our defense on that one. It's nothing you could really do. No. It was a bad. I mean, it's a bad timing thing too. Um, just they obviously were not in a a deep zone type of call, and it was kind of he was they were isolated, and he went deep, you know. So just one of those things. But it was yeah. Ugly. He and apparently, oh boy, turned on the turned on the gas, and he just was whoop gone. I mean, he wasn't with. Um, we weren't within ten yards of him. 
It was yeah, yeah, and that's hideous. I mean, but and I you know I've seen some posts on Facebook and stuff like that, and I think any given Saturday, I was gonna say Sunday, any given Saturday, any team can go out and beat any team. Uh, you know, my favorite, my favorite one to think of is the app state versus Michigan back in the day. I think that's the biggest one like this century. That's the biggest upset this century. Um, but, and I, and I think Western had a chance. Um, we did have a chance up until that point, but you're, there's factors that people aren't putting into effect. Um, coach Helton went for it on about every fourth down and any, even in his own words, he said, he went for every fourth down that wasn't stupid or he thought was stupid. Um, oh, well, there was, was that one the that best I idea? Was Do I? <laughs> uh, there was one that was pretty stupid. But other than that, I, I mean, I, I get well, the logic. But that fourth and six from the, our own 40 was I don't see. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you go for it on fourth down anywhere in your territory. So once you hit that 50, if you are on the opponent's 49, eh, but you know, you don't go for it because you're 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 throwing your defense into a, you know, into a bind. And the way our defense is, you know, you want to take up as much clock as you can. You don't, you know, you want to give them the slow choke out. You don't want to go in and rush things like we ended up doing, but well, you know, here's here's my thought on that one. That to me that was my like turning point moment that it was like, yep, we're screwed because right after that it, it's 28 to 10. And then the route is on, they dump a bunch of points on, but it's mm-hmm. 21 to 10. You're, you're at the 40, uh, your own 40. If you punt the ball away, there's like four 15 left or something like that. I have to look at the exact time on that. Yeah. There's four and some change minutes. Yeah. Well, if you punt it away, they're almost certainly they might score one more time before the end of the half. I mean, you don't know. Maybe they would have scored two or three more touchdowns anyway. But if you if you give them the entire field to gain with four minutes left, they may score one more time. They you may be able to force them into a field goal. I don't know, um, and maybe come in with a chance to possibly get a field goal or touchdown of your own before the half. I mean, there were so many. You're basically not going to have it be um, forty. 42 to 10 at the end of the half, it's going to be, you know, it, it may be 28 to 10 at, at the worst. And I think if you came into that game and you can say, you know what, we're going to be within two or three scores of Ohio state at halftime. I think that's a win. And yeah. if you're, if you're within two scores, like you really are in the game, stuff can happen at that point, you know, you come out and you pick six or, you know, whatever. And, and you're like right there. I just thought that was, terribly that was just a it was terribly done that one decision was just like wow uh i I cannot believe that he did that when we were in the game you're still in the game at that point yeah yeah and that's well okay if just look at your scoring summary on espn obviously we had they had six scores in that quarter uh in that second quarter like matt's saying they, if we hadn't have gone for it, we're on our 40, which, by the way, that is so reminiscent of somebody else, right, mm-hmm. Brock? Um, it wasn't against Ohio State. That was against a much worse caliber team. But anyway. Um, Man, they were tough. Brah. Don't even The Black start. Bears, brah. They, they were playing that, chestnut checkers. They, they drink that fresh water from Maine, brah. 
lobster bisque. <laughs> so uh, it was like they had a lighthouse and they could see everything we were doing. <laughs> I was I was just in a fog. I had no idea. No, that was just pot, coach. That was just pot. Um, so they, uh, but it, it, he had a forty yard run there. They it was one play, forty yards. Yeah, I mean it was that, totally the it was deflating as crap. I mean, yeah, and gosh. that's and and I will say, Coach Helton did say that forty of those points were on him. I would agree. Well, <laughs> I, mean, and it I, was, I mean, it's a fair assessment. Yeah, I mean, I think without his riverboat gambling for the for the first two and a half quarters of the game. Yeah, I think we're we're close to in it. I mean, we might have been three or four scores down, and you might have had more of a, a spread type of outcome. Yeah. And that's why I honestly thought that we would cover the spread is like, okay, we're not going to go for it on fourth and six. You know, we're going to be reasonable here. Um, well, but I mean, there, and, were, and, there were other decisions too that, yeah. And, and, and I understand even, it now. Even in your defense, though, like, until this point, Helton's been conservative. Like yeah. you, it, it's it's almost psychologically uncharacteristic for him to do mm-hmm. this. But at the same point, like he's like, what do we have to lose? You know, everybody's betting against us anyway, which I'm just as guilty. And he's like, <laughs> what do we have to lose? You know, if we go for it on fourth down, hypothetically, we get past this yard line, we're fine, yada, yada, yada. But you know, evidently it didn't work out that way. Um, it, my other factor that plays into this game is the, is the crowd. You have a hundred thousand people screaming and yelling, which by the way, you know that they are screaming and yelling after that Harrison jr. Touchdown, right. You know, to put them up 21, 10. So when we came out, like those dudes came out flat. And I don't care what anybody says. You could see it on their face. They were so down. Don't, you know, this is, it was one of those. It was like, and then after they took that 40 yard run, I don't think it mattered what happened. I don't think it, if it would have mattered if we had the ball in the 20 yard line going into their end zone, you know, that's one of those yeah. things that it's like, I just don't know if they could have pushed themselves through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like you can just look at them. You just you look in their eyes and you can see that it's a it's a here we go again look or well they're gonna you know this is gonna this is gonna hurt it's gonna be a bad one um, mm-hmm. and honestly if you take off forty points from what coach said is his fault it's twenty three ten yeah I, mean, I think that's extreme too I mean I feel like. Well, and he even, or something. well, he even claimed, uh, he, well, and that's, that's his numbers. If you took off his four, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's like, there was also three plays that were one play scores, which is true mm-hmm. to an extent. Um, obviously you had Harrison's, then you had that chip, uh, Trey and, uh, and you know, 75 the fumble recovery. And the but then that's what I was going to say that yeah. Tyleek Williams had the fumble recovery. That's the other one that I don't think they were counting or that I think he was counting. And I don't necessarily count that as a one play score because you know, it's, it's, it's a recovery in the end zone. I mean, it was a one play drive. <laughs> we, 
Yeah. The ball handed off and he fumbles. Yeah. They score a touchdown. Um, yeah. So that game was, um, that was a rough one, but it, it was a lot of, I think it was a lot of good experience for the guys. It's getting to see, uh, players of higher caliber being able to play against them. Um, mm-hmm. even coach Helton said that, uh, Austin Reed, you know, was getting rid of the ball faster than he wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, which is true. Um, I, it, I don't want to sound skewed or, you know, elitist or whatever, cause I'm not an Ohio state fan by any means, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, 10% of high school players or less than that will make it to become a college athlete. Now, there are 100, let's say 120, 130 teams. If each team has anywhere from 70 to 80 players on it, um, you know, running the math not very quickly off of my phone because I just grabbed it. You're talking scholarship players or are you talking? I'm uh, just talking team. I'm just saying they're on the oh, team. They all have 100 and. More than a hundred. Well, it's seventy players for a hundred and thirty teams is nine thousand one hundred. Mm-hmm. So that's ninety one hundred people. And then you've got you've got to go from we'll just say ninety one hundred players down to six one thousand six hundred ninety six. That is how many players possibly are going to be on NFL teams on the fifty three man roster. So you have that's that's what you've got to get on a roster. So I'm going to say and take it with a grain of salt that Western will have we'll have some guys. We have guys who are pro tops and we talk about them most every week. But, you know, I'm going to say Ohio State's going to have a few more that are going to be pro top or pro Buckeyes, whatever. Uh, They're going to have a few more than we will. They'll have guys that are going to be on practice teams, yada, 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 just like we do but they're going to have a couple more than we will. Now I'm not saying that they're all high caliber, but they're a lot They're Some of them position by position are probably more caliber than we do. I think we've got a better quarterback, my opinion, but just my opinion. Well, by the way, Kyle McCord came out of nowhere for this game. I mean, he, he had a much nicer game than he's played any of the other two. And I think because he's played against our defense. (laughs) <laughs> maybe but uh i mean and honestly I'm even the whatever bro i mean the 300 yards yeah. no interceptions uh he threw over 80 yeah. percent i mean yes i understand that our defense is not uh not elite right now um but still i mean he even against i mean like youngstown state really i mean it's not like they're their defense is better than than our defense. Certainly not as talented. Um, he just he came to play and he he did a really good job. Um, you know, only took one sack. Whatever. I mean, there was a lot of really positive things that he did. And I mean, good for him. Um, so it, there were a lot of reasons why I think Ohio State just completely blew us out. I think they woke up a little bit. They they certainly were not showing what they showed against Western. And I think we. I think we pissed them off when it was 14 to 10. I think they were like, you know what? Screw this. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I think that's when they woke up and uh, it was, it was on from there. But I think Austin, you're talking about Austin and everything. He, um, you know, he had a rough game in some ways. It wasn't his most efficient. Uh, he didn't produce, you know, 500 yards or anything, 
but he did a good job. And one thing that he always does that's uh, incredible to me is he is so good at avoiding a sack. I mean, he yeah. is a master at getting out of there and finding a way not to take a sack. He takes some hits, but the man gets rid of the ball or he finds a way to scramble out or something. The fact that we've only given up one sack is not necessarily because the offensive line is is the most elite uh, in the history of the world. They're obviously very good. You can't give up one sack uh, in three games and not be really good. But a lot of it is him being able to move around in the pocket and make them look about as good as he possibly could. He's yeah. amazing at it. He's That's one of his huge gifts that I think is probably better than any of the other uh, great Western quarterbacks. I I think I, I kind of agree with you that um, uh, Austin Reed is, you know, he's a really good athlete. He's a really good quarterback. And, you know, I think the rest of this season is very possibly like be his highlight reel and i'm not even kidding when i say that um he he's very he's a very good quarterback i love about everything he does um and he is he's not afraid to run it which i'm fine with that um in most instances there was a couple this past weekend i was like oh don't get hurt (laughs) (laughs) but um uh you know we've got troy mtsu law tech jacksonville state liberty utep new mexico state sam houston and fiu he could go off on every one of these teams. This is I'll be interested to see against Troy because that's where we battle. Obviously. Yeah, which by the way, I did not realize that our um, nemesis or rival or Doji uh, Garrett Doji is right out of eligibility. Yeah. So that was a shocker for me. Um, Good old Doggy. Yeah, Doggy Doji, whatever his name is. Um, but yeah, let's uh, jump into uh, let's talk some betting, Matt. What do you want to say this week? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Thanks, Devin. I am excited to bring our betting uh, segment to the tops. Um, so September twenty eighth, which is uh, here, it's next week, um, is when it officially opens uh, in Kentucky that you can bet uh by like on, online um on sports and so i just wanted to bring something about that and I'm just kind of talk about your options especially as it relates to wku and so my my major thing this week with with uh, the western um the western line and everything right now uh at the time i'm reading this it, uh, troy is favored by three and a half so they're minus three and a half and so anytime in betting and football, you look at like certain uh, certain thresholds where like if it's if it's more than a touchdown, that's a little bit more significant than if if it goes from five to six points. So if it goes from seven to eight points, that's a big deal. Or if it goes from a field goal to more than a field goal. So in this case, they're saying that WKU um, is going to lose by basically four or more points. Um, and so Western's just a slight dog. And so if you bet on Western um, and you say, we'll take the, the three and a half for WKU, that means that if Western loses by three or less, or if they win, then you get basically you double your money. Um, one thing you could do too is you could also bet 
outright uh, on Western because that that little amount is, I mean, the, the chances that it's one, two, or three points is pretty small. Obviously, it can't tie. So um, the chances that it, the the team that covers the spread also wins the game um, is is pretty strong. And so you got a couple different options there. But um, I definitely think that that three and a half is interesting because WKU could still possibly lose to Troy and you could still win your bet if you take that three and a half. So, and if you think Troy's going to win by more than by four or more, then drop something on Troy. But I, I think it's an interesting line, and uh, I would, I would consider um, if I was if I was forced to bet on something in this game, I would certainly. I believe I would take uh, the three and a half uh, in favor of WKU because yeah, I do think it's going to be close, but I think um, I think the chances are that most likely that either it's extremely close or WKU wins, but we'll see. I'm interested um, to see I how it say, goes. I will say just looking, I honestly um, wouldn't touch it in this case. I would go somewhere well, else, but that's my Well, opinion. okay. Here's the Here's my deal. Um, you can bet straight up for Western and just say Western win. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm just looking here. If you bet $10, you win 15 if Western wins. Uh, so that's not, that's not too so is bad. It, is it? Yeah. So it's two and I'm on one. If I'm on, I'm on FanDuel. Um, and it's a plus okay. 152 for Western and it's a minus 184 for Troy. Uh, so if you bet Troy, okay. you only make five forty three if they win, um, and that's not over under. Now I will say I do know I don't know a lot about gambling, and I talk a lot of smack about it. But um, <laughs> there are so many points in the spread allotted to the home team. So I think it's I can't remember if it's one and a half or two and a half um, that is allotted to the home team. So some of that towards Troy, they think so. Evidently, like Vegas thinks this game's going to be really close, is what I'm hitting at. Um, oh, yeah. so, it's basically so, if this was played at Western, Western would be favored by three and a half, a probably. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even think it'd be I that will, much. I think they basically what it means. I think is, I mean, obviously it's hard to tell without seeing both numbers. But I'd yeah. say they think Troy is like slightly better than WKU if they played on a neutral field. Like it'd be like minus 0.5 or minus one or something like that would be if they were playing, um, say they were playing in Memphis or something. Yeah. So I think honestly, I think, the best thing, I think the best bet, uh, I'm going to put it in my show notes real quick. The best bet would be to take the money line for Western. Uh, for Western to win, which is 152, it's a plus 152. Yeah. Um, which so what that will means give, is, if you bet 10, you get 1520. If you bet 100, you get 152, right. no change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You gain that too. So if you put in 10, you actually get back 2520. Yeah. So you're getting, yeah. so you're getting a little bit more than twice your money back. Um, it is a good one. But and, and like I said, over under is interesting cool. too, Devin. Yeah, but well, let's see. And this is where I get confused. Over under is fifty eight and a half. Yeah, but my my confusion on some of the, well, 
my problem though is you're not going to make your money back if you go over under. Because if you say well, over, you're, you're going to get nine dollars and forty three cents. Whereas if you bet the under, you get eight seventy seven. That's kind of like uh, if you bet ten, you get eight seventy seven, according to what I'm looking at on Fanduel. Okay. Um, so sure I think the money line thinking. bet. Okay. I, well, okay. If you if you go on the Fanduel app, you can. They've got. I'm sitting here looking at the Troy Western game, and they've got like six different options on this. Um, if you another thing you could do is you could do a parlay bet, um, where there's like three teams, and you could do uh, Western, and you know they've got different parlays set up to to bet on that. Um, sorry, I feel a sneeze coming on. I'm trying to. <laughs> so what I was getting at on the over under, I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not sure what you're looking at, and I need to. I'm actually downloading the app right now because we need it for future well, the, episodes. The, but anyway. But the over, what, what I'm, I'm saying looking, though is, is like if, if, if you get the over, um, I just don't think the money's there. But like I said, I'm not a big um, person as far as like over under gambling, because if I'm not mistaken, like if Western, if Western wins, um, I know they're, they're giving Troy the three and a half, but if Western wins, is that the under? I always get confused. I don't so know. what now? I'm confusing myself. If Western wins, that's not the under, right? No, the over under. Like, okay, I'm looking at the. You're ESPN just saying app. total points. Okay. You're just saying total yeah, points. Yeah, total right? points. Fifty-eight and a half. Okay, so um, basically, yeah. you you take over under the total score. So regardless of who scores it, if WKU scores fifty-nine points and it's fifty-nine to nothing, then that's over. If Troy scores fifty-nine, yeah. whatever. If it's if it's a a game that goes twenty-nine. To, it's 30 to 29 at the end of the game. That's still over. If it's under, then it's under. And so <clears throat> looking at that number, we know that uh, last year's game was way under that. It was, what, 20 to 17? Yeah. Um, and WKU's offense has struggled. Um, and obviously WKU's defense has struggled too. Um, but to me, that's kind of an interesting number because that seems a little high to me. Um, like – Okay, Troy Troy allowed 30 to Stephen F. Austin. Obviously, maybe they were getting warmed so, up. I don't know. So they gave up 42 Troy, to Kansas State. Sorry. I was sorry. Um you're just good, doing bro. the numbers here. No, you're good. I let me do my I'm I'm just doing a quick average of everything. Uh f- like you said, Troy scored 48 against uh, Stephen F. Uh they scored 13 against Kansas State and they scored 14 against James Madison. That gives us 75 over three of 25 points per game. They're averaging. Um, and we're averaging about 34, I think is what I figured up. Um, mm-hmm. Between 33 and 34. Um, I mean, you might could take the over, but I would. Western's defense is not going to be what we're going to have to worry about. We're going to have to worry about Western's offensive scores. Um, mm-hmm. Troy's allowing 309 yards a game. We allowed mm-hmm. 490, which is inflated. It's it's skewed, but um, I think if I think I think Western, I think it could be a barn burner, but I'm not thinking so. So I don't know if yeah, the over. I, I think I, I don't like the it. Over of, good. Yeah, I, I like I like under on that. I think the best bet if you're if you're betting WKU, and we talked about a few, but I think yeah. the over under at 58 and a half go under. 
um, because yeah. Troy. We know Troy's defense is is good. It's it's we don't know exactly how good it is, but even if they're a little worse than last year, we struggled to figure out how to move the ball against them. Um, the James Madison is a quality team, and they hung right with them at sixteen to fourteen. Um, yeah. They're gonna play most of their games in the teens and twenties. Yeah. And WKU's offense has not shown that it's truly elite yet. We haven't had that. Oh my God! Wow, we just got 650 yards of offense and looked incredible type of game. We yeah. haven't seen that yet. Um, yeah. You know, Austin Reed still hasn't. I don't believe he's he threw for uh, 300 against. Has he thrown for 300 in any game yet? I, can't I don't remember know if he has or let not. Check, let me check his stats while um, I'm sitting here with you. Um, he, Ohio State. he threw. Um, sorry, I'm trying to look at the games. Uh, I don't think he did any games. He threw for 336, 336. against That was the one game I mean, that he's he's thrown because Houston Christian, it was like 250 or something. So he hasn't yeah, had he got, that like three, four, five hundred yard type of game, five touchdowns, nothing like that. So I think um, we're still trying to get in the groove and we're still getting like Matheson is still out. Um, Tyson said he was definitely still out, possibly for another couple of weeks. Um, Dalvin Smith, I think he's close to being back. He may not even be back this week. Um, and so I just think that looking at looking at the numbers, I think that's your best possible option to 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 feel pretty good is just go with the under um, at fifty eight and a half. What how that works is basically like say you put ten dollars down. If you win the bet, then you get twenty back. It's just a fifty-fifty type thing. So yeah, that's what I would do. Now, I disclosure, the, the, the no-brainer. Disclosure: Don't be blaming us if you lose. <laughs> if Western scores sixty in the game, you know, don't blame well, us. I mean, don't it's, listen to me. I said take the under last week, and obviously that wasn't even close. So maybe see, I'm a depth. simple. <laughs> I'm a simple person. I just want to say. This team wins, that team wins. So that's why I do money line. That's why I'm suggesting money line. So I'm saying bet tops. Um, you're gonna make fifteen bucks. Cause I think that's I'm that's a good that's a good bet. I'm complicated and can't commit. So I, um, <laughs> I'm just thinking style of game. I think it's gonna be low scoring. So there you go. I I think you I think you may be right. I don't know. Um of course. You know, they played James Madison, who beat them by two, but I just don't know how well, you know, I haven't seen a lot of film on them. We tried to get the guys from Trojan Wall on today, but our schedules weren't lining up. Um, I will say, apparently James Madison's doing really freaking good. Uh, they beat Virginia they good 36 year, to 35. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well Virginia yeah, is. Yeah, they were good last football. year. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, the in, they're the playing ACC. Well, James Madison is first in Sunbelt in football, so. Well, yeah, James Madison had a great breakout year. That was their first year in the FCS, and they weren't eligible to be in a bowl game. Um, But last year they – I forget what their record was. But they're very good, very good defensive team and probably could could win the Sunbelt this year for sure. Hmm. So, Um, anyway – Sorry, I was just looking at the Washington James Madison score, which is way out from where I was started. Um, yeah, so I would honestly, as far as betting goes, I'm simple. I'm taking the money line. It's gonna make you. It's gonna make you 15 bucks on your bet. Whereas, uh, if you want to take over under, that's up to you. 
but I think tops are going to take this game. My opinion. We'll talk predictions in a little bit. Um, any other good? Uh, and if there is a parlay bet with Western, I'd say take it. I'd say you got it. But um, you know, our TTR uh, gambling expert, uh, he's pretty pessimistic most days. So I don't know. Um, let me see here. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, the, so the parlays, talking Troy for- uh, last week cost him some money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk Troy. Let's um, go. Yes. Troy football. So, um, sorry. I just got to make my note. Got to make my time note. So it's a little easier when I do post later on. Um, but uh, with uh, Western, uh, Western playing Troy this week, uh, Troy has not had the easiest start to their schedule. They've lost two. Um, they lost to, um, like we were just talking about, they beat, uh, Stephen F, um, Stephen F Austin and, uh, they lost to Kansas state and James Madison. Uh, the James Madison game was really close for them. Um, let's see. Yeah. Troy is one and two overall. Oh, and one in their car in the, in the Sunbelt conference. Um, so they're having a little bit rougher start for them, but you know, Western's, of course, we haven't started conference play yet. That starts next week. Um, but, you know, we're doing a lot better. We beat South Florida. We beat Houston Christian. And then losing to Ohio State, I honestly think you're coming out with a chip on your shoulder this week. You think WKU is or, or Troy? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, and the other thing, too, that we're not talking about is uh, Troy. Well, were they? did they have a bye last week or no? They had a Tuesday game, didn't they? No, they had yeah, a game on Saturday. On the, looks like they no, played they played. On... They played on the sixteenth. This is September sixteenth. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I thought they had a buy, um, but I guess I was wrong. Okay. Yeah, think, so they played yeah, Troy. <clears throat> Go ahead. I think you've got two teams that have kind of disappointed this year. Um, yeah, I, I think. I, I mean, obviously, we're ha- as WKU fans, we're happy. This is exactly where you wanted to be record wise, but we haven't had that. Like I said, haven't had that impressive performance yet, whether it was against Ohio State and trying to keep it close or whether it was, you know, absolutely dominating South Florida or Houston Christian. We had in each game there was something that you're like, man, that's that's not exactly what I wanted to see. But I think that's also happened with Troy. Um, I, I really don't think they would be thrilled with beating Stephen F. Austin 48-30. to 30. Their defense is, is supposed to be – uh, you know, elite and excellent, and they give up 30. Surely they're not thrilled with that. Kansas State, they're probably okay with those 42 to 13. They're a ranked team. It's kind of like, well, I mean, that's kind of what you expect. Um, and then James Madison, uh, they open up their Sunbelt Conference play uh, and lose to James Madison. So they're not off to the their best start that they could possibly imagine. Um, so I think both teams are kind of like, in my opinion, they're they're looking to – uh, to kind of rebound from a slow start. So I think mentally it's kind of interesting because one team is going to go farther in the hole or kind of have even more questions versus the other team could come out with a confidence boost and ready to go with the rest of their schedule. <clears throat> yeah, it's – my. I tell you what I was just looking at is the first game that obviously we've been saying Stephen F. Austin a lot – uh, they beat them 48 to 30. That's just like, for me, they're in the, what is it? The UAC or whatever it's called. 
UAC is where Stephen F. Austin is. What do you call it? Um, uh, the Under Athletic League, Under Athletic uh, Conference. Um, yeah, so anyway, they're in the UAC. That's what you're going with that? Okay, I got you. I thought you were. I was really talking about was... Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks, which, by the way, Lumberjacks. Um, do they even have forest in Texas? Uh, not in that part. <laughs> it's all swampy down there. Um, but like this, this look at, I mean, looking at the game cast from that game and of course not watching it, not knowing what's going on. Uh, in the first quarter, Troy scored three TDs and Steve, uh, SFA score at a kicked field goal. So 21, three at the end of the first. And then True. Troy comes back. They score 10 in the second. And SFA scores 17 points in the second quarter. Of course, it's a little back and forth play, so you'll have to take that with a grain of salt. But, um, you know, Troy scores 10 points in the third, field goal and TD. And then uh, Stephen F. Austin scores a field goal and a TD in the fourth quarter while Troy scores one touchdown just to kind of keep it, keep them out of it. But, like, that is not a game where it looks like the team, you know, Stephen F. Austin back down at all. That's a, t- you know, that's a, that's a score where they're like, you know what? We may not be as good as you, but we're going to keep pushing it. Uh, Troy had four turnovers in that game. Yeah. So that could be a uh, definite uh, something you want to take advantage of if you're Western's defense. So yeah, absolutely. That, that is interesting. Um, and that's just, that just shows that, both teams have not been as sharp as they would want to be just in general. Um, and so I am interested to see how it goes. I mean, obviously the Ohio state thing, like if you try to look at any numbers with WKU, um, it, it, it's just not going to be as indicative of the truth. Um, <clears throat> but I do think you start to see tendencies. Like for example, WKU's run defense. We all know if you've been paying a W, attention to WKU at all. The run defense has been terrible in every game. So it's kind of yeah. like, okay, we've got to have some kind of way to slow them down running the ball. They, yeah. they get um, 133 yards a game. That's um, that's kind of middle of the road. So that's kind of hard to say um, which way that's going to go. So it should be kind of a straight-up opportunity to show that you've improved a little bit. Keep them under 200 yards, hopefully rushing, hopefully – uh, under 150 if possible. Um, but that may be a tall ask for, for the WKU defense. Um, yeah. so I, I kind of see some, honestly, I kind of see some matchup issues, uh, for WKU against Troy, um, in terms of the run defense and Troy is kind of a smash mouth opponent that likes to play defense and control the ball and all that type of thing. Um, WKU's offense hasn't been elite, and we had real troubles with Troy last year. So if that continues into this year, um, I wouldn't go down to Troy uh, thinking that WKU's just definitely going to win. Um, I think this is an absolute coin flip. I think we're going to need some some big performances from some people, like yeah. some turnovers, like Austin Reed really coming out and, and producing a 300-yard type of game. Uh, somebody bust a big run. I think we're going to need some some big plays this week, and not just rely on Dinkin and Duncan, and hoping that the defense just doesn't completely suck. Because I think we could lose if that's the strategy. 
Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and of course, I, I don't know if you touched on this, but uh, Troy and uh, Stephen F. 342 yards on the ground for Troy. Yeah. That's wow. that's eight point yards per rush, eight point one yards per rush. That is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they didn't have neither neither team had a lot of penalties. Uh, but like I was saying, uh, Troy had three fumbles lost and one interception. Uh, so that you know that to me is the uh, epitome. You have to hit the running back, and you got to get him to pop that out. Because and even I'm sitting here watching the <laughs> I'm sitting here watching the uh, replay. And the uh, I'm pretty sure that was Troy that just popped the running back ball popped out and they just took off down the field. Uh, no, that's Stephen F that just popped him. Never mind, I'm sorry. <coughs> but I mean, I've got a, I've got a t- three inch by two inch screen. I'm looking at the replay <laughs> up here in the corner as I was looking at stats. Uh, but yeah, yeah they uh, they smacked you get a lot out good. of that. Keep watching yeah. that. Give us some analysis there, buddy. Yep, uh, looks like Troy just scored. So oh, it's, a, it's their highlights. Touchdown, Troy. Yep. Anyway, uh, so did you ever? Did you ever go to Troy? Did you ever play against them? I did. Uh, right, well, personally, not, no, I didn't. Personally? Uh, no, I did. I went to Troy, um, and I remember their fans were funny. Their student section. They did the, uh, you know, like we salute you. Yeah. They did that to me because I was like getting fired up or whatever. You know how I was on the sideline yeah. and stuff. No. And they go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one thing I remember was Wells was saying something to the, o, the to the O line about um it's like they're they're soft AF whatever they're weak and so are their freaking fans or whatever and they got all pissed off and they started like giving them help. and and Wells goes yeah I said that you know like he's you know he's just egging them on it was hilarious they were really was, going for it oh my god so for for me they were going we salute you, towel boy, for thinking that you really make a damn bit of difference. <laughs> That's they're pretty funny. And th- their that fans is- were funny. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good atmosphere for when I remember. Um, and it looks like uh, attendance-wise, they still average in the 20s in attendance. So they have a pretty good uh, fan base, and I imagine it'll be a pretty decent crowd, I, w- I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably a little deflated from losing to James Madison, but I'm sure uh, they'll be active and, uh, you know, a quality um, road atmosphere. I mean, it honestly looks like James Madison just kind of shut them down. Um, JMU's good, man. If you haven't yeah. paid attention to, to James Madison, they seem like some kind of rinky dink, brand new FCS transition team. Yeah, um, but they're solid. They're really, really good, and uh, I was shocked how good they were last year. They're they're continuing it this year. So beating Troy's yeah. a quality win. And Troy had a had a turnover against them too. They had an interception thrown. Yeah. Um, and honestly, me. go ahead, man. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say our defense is really stellar. Like as far as our DBs are concerned, our DBs are, and it didn't show last week against you know Harrison Jr. and some of them, but. Uh, you know, we've got some good DBs. We could get some good picks off this off this team. Uh, Troy did have negative twelve yards rushing against James Madison. Yeah, wow. Um, I nineteen rushing about, attempts. Nineteen yeah. rushing attempts. So I noticed they had about three hundred yards, so they they couldn't run the ball. That's interesting. Um, 
I will say, yeah, it does look like uh, turnovers are an issue. It also looks like they've given up uh, ooh, 10 sacks uh, on the yeah. year. Um, so maybe offensive line is a concern. I'd say that's definitely a place that we could take some advantage there. Um, I do too, yeah. Uh, we, we haven't had the most elite uh, rush, but if we could get two or three sacks, get some pressure on them, um, obviously their offensive line is not – terribly elite and that may be why they've struggled to to run the ball consistently um so obviously they, they had that one game against Stephen f austin they had 300 yards but even including that game they've only averaged 133 um so that's actually kind of a little bit more rough than yeah it might seem up front um so there could be some ways that we could take advantage of maybe offensive line maybe turnovers um they've thrown three interceptions and they've given up four fumbles so they've they've had some turnover issues um yeah so i'd say it comes down to is is troy steady if troy is steady and takes care of the football and is solid i feel like that's a problem for wku yeah if if wku creates some explosive plays shows that they're the more athletic team um, things like that. I think I think WKU will will win and maybe possibly win pretty easily. But yeah. I think I think if uh, if Troy doesn't, if Troy can protect the quarterback, if they can um, minimize the turnovers and stuff, I think they could win by a few touchdowns as well. So I wouldn't want to be betting uh, whether WKU or Troy wins because I think there's so many uh, variables to it as far as that goes. It's it could. Go. I mean, it could swing three touchdowns either way, in my opinion. So but I'm you should take the under, right? <laughs> yeah, I think in general it's going to be a lower score. I don't think both teams are going to score fifty nine total points. But whatever, man. Um, I mean, honestly, like, I, I mean, I don't know, and I don't. I, we could be wrong on that. Um, like I said, the over under is thirty or is uh, fifty eight and a half. Technically, if we score thirty, they score twenty nine. You know, you hit the over, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we're I mean, off betting, but um, as far as I wasn't trying to like take a shot at that, I was just saying like I don't know what's going to happen. Like that was yeah. my point. I really don't know where this could possibly go. I don't have a feel for okay. Uh, you know, like this is either going to be a real close game or WKU is going to blow them out, um, or you know, Troy has the upper hand here, and we better be careful. Or we could get blown out. I have no idea. I see. Troy's got a really good defense. Yeah. They have an offense that is inconsistent, but looks like they can move the ball through the air if they get a chance. But yeah. they're they're mistake prone. Um and so I am I'm I'm interested to see how this really shakes out. Um, because it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint how good these teams are. It's early in the season. You don't know whether WKU is gonna go eleven and one. You know whether Troy is going to be ten and two or whether somebody's going to be five hundred. You know, yeah, it's tough yeah. to tell. Well, and it, especially with uh, like talking about Western here specifically, um, I think Western is is the better team. I think Troy has different aspects that could cause us some grief, but with Troy, I think they, like you said, they are run heavy. Um, they are not as pass heavy. Which, you know, the run-heavy part could give us issues. But, you know, as far as passing it and taking care of the ball, I think we could capitalize on some of Troy's mistakes. 
Um, so that's where I think we can have an advantage, hopefully, on Saturday. Then uh, then you've got uh, the other flip side of it is, you know, they're, they're a better defense, where we're, I would say if you're looking at both sides of the ball, we're a better offense. Um, so it could be a very interesting matchup for that as far as that goes. Um, now, with Western, you know, losing to Ohio State, if I was just a random listener, I would say, you know, you have to set that game aside and look at the previous games to see how Western did. Um, South Florida is a very high caliber team. <laughs> yeah. So Western is what's a very. Her, what's uh, Abby's prediction? What's Abby's prediction? Okay, yeah. we got a couple minutes here. We'll do our predictions real quick and I'll bring Abby in. <laughs> Hello. Come on. Can you tell? You say hi to everybody. Hi, Abby. Hi. You gonna be shy? Oh. He said hi. Hi. Oh. Okay. So Western predictions, real quick. Um, I would say Western. I'm gonna give Western. Uh, I'll say 35-21. I'll write that down. Okay. Uh, Why are you gonna write that down? <laughs> So I don't forget, so I can put it in my show notes. Oh man, yeah, I, I think. Do so you think thirty-five twenty-one? I'll say okay. thirty-five twenty-one, and that still stays under the fifty-eight for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I noticed that. Um, <laughs> so I think I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, um, and I I, I wonder. I wonder if we're going to struggle one more game because we are missing. We're still missing some of our receiver depth. There are still rumored to be some defensive players that haven't even seen the field that probably would start or be in the rotation. Okay. Um, and so I, I still think we're missing some of our uh, better players. <clears throat> and I do think since we struggled so much uh, catching the ball, anybody that's missing uh, on in the receiving core. Is just making it a little bit more difficult for us to to function. So I think um, I, I hate to do this, honestly. I kind of lean a little bit to Troy winning in a close game. I oh, think, okay. Yeah, I, I know that's a, probably a surprise, and I, I would trust me. I want to pick Western, man. Of course, I, I agree. I hear but, you, but um, I'm concerned because. We haven't shown that elite offense. We haven't shown an ability to just dominate. Um, and I really think Troy's a matchup issue. Um, I think, like I said, I think the key is if we can force some turnovers and stuff. But if we don't, I think we lose. Um, I think if we don't force significant turnovers or we're in the backfield all day or something like that, I think we'll lose. Um, yeah. And so I'm going to, long story short, I'm going to say, uh, I think it'll be a little higher scoring than last year. Um, but I think it'll be in the 20s. I'm going to say 28-24 uh, Troy, and I want to vomit. But that's that's what I really think will happen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I think um, – What is this, Dad? It's a toy. So, um, anyway, <laughs> with um, – so you're going 28-24. I'm going to say 35-21. And the reason I'm thinking that is I think Western's going to be able to capitalize on some of the uh, mistakes that Troy's going to make. Um, of course, we're going to be down there uh, in Troy, which, by the way, worst thing at Troy is the that pass fell incomplete. What? Is that what they did? 
I didn't remember the announcer. So, um, by the way, I was looking at the, like when we were loading on stuff and I got on Troy's website, they have $11 general admission tickets. So if anybody's oh, wow. trying to go down there. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. 11 bucks to get in the game. So it's super cheap. Definitely would be worth a trip to go down there and yeah. watch what should be a really close game and cheer on the tops. Now that game is going to be at 12, uh, 12 noon. That's uh, on Saturday on ESPNU. Uh, so I want to go Oh, you want to go draw? Okay, you draw. Uh, so that's going to be at 12 noon uh, on the 23rd. Uh, so definitely check that out. It's going to be in Alabama, like Matt said. It's supposed to be nice weather. It says there's a chance of rain on ESPN. We'll see. Uh, and ESPN is giving uh, Troy 56 and a half, but I'm not betting on them. And I'll tell you why, because last year we did that in basketball. And why they always the gave them out? the advantage. What? Why are you going to out with what? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, the episode should air on Thursday. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. And uh, check the chapters if you want to skip ahead. Um, if you don't agree with Matt and I on our bets, get, leave a comment and let us know what you think. Which, which way should we lean? Which way should we bet? Uh, if you have some advice for us, go for it. We're really new at this, um, and uh, we'll appreciate it. Uh, Western plays, like I said, tomorrow uh, or not tomorrow, Saturday at twelve noon, and uh, we'll be back next week to talk some more football. Western will be playing. I don't think we got a Thursday game coming up, do we? Uh, oh, MTSU is on the twenty. 20- eighth so that's next thursday okay we're good we'll talk about the mtsu game next week uh that's next thursday at 7 30 p.m on cbs sports network uh so we'll talk about that game next week uh hopefully we'll get some guests in here that we can work the schedule out with um uh, but as always guys uh go tops go tops thanks bud yeah man Man, she's grown up, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. We do uh we do sing alongs with the uh with some of my stupid stuff sometimes. Oh yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> Alright buddy. We'll see you around. Have a good one.